Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Earners is 2021, the year of execution. In order to execute, we have to have information. And the number one place to get the information, EYL University. Shadi, tell them what we bring in. Yes, EYL University has been reloaded. We already have 100 past webinars. We already have weekly webinars. We already have our private investment group on Facebook. We already have monthly financial planning calls. We already have bi-weekly real estate calls. But what has been added to EYL University this year is access to MG the Mortgage Guys Home Buyers Blueprint, which walks you through the home buying process from A to Z. And what also has been added, breaking news alert. Yeah, Everybody always news. asks to be in our group How chat. How do I get in there? How do I and get in there? when we talk about all the investment plays that we are making, we are going to have investment calls, group chat calls with me, Troy, and the whole team and walk you through our plays that we're making and give you insight into our portfolios. All of that for 75% off. That's right. We are doing a blowout sale, 75% off for a limited time only. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and sign up. See you on the other side. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop.
Let's get it in. You good, bro? Just uh, unmute yourself, <laughs> cut your camera on, and let's get it going. Let's 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 rock out. There you go. Oh, we and we recession blue. Yeah, you know, you know, we got to, we got to. I didn't want to go bust down tonight. You know, we gonna... <laughs> <laughs> point, point point Dexter, point Dexter tonight. So, um, yeah, I see it in the, in the chat already. So, how you guys doing out there? Um, as we jump in the night. You want me to just get straight into it? Yeah, no, nah, nah, I'm going I'm to give them a, um a, a introduction of what's going on here. So, but first and foremost, um, thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. I know you're a busy man these days, man. You're running around. You, you're making it happen, man. So congratulations on everything you got going on, man. The Million Dollars Worth of Game interview was amazing. Fire. Um, Our interview, obviously, was amazing. Sleepers for Suckers interview was amazing. So, um, yeah, first and foremost, man, congratulations, man. Keep educating keep leading the way and um, keep inspiring. It's very, very important. Hey, well, you, you're the big Boston man now. In three weeks, you top five, bro. Top five EYL episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run it up, run you're it running up. Running it up. I think we had, what you at, 317? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm close like that. I, I know what you got your eye on, too. I know what you got your eye on. <laughs> <laughs> that now, it's, it's, it's a blessing, man. You know, the, the, the information I shared, I just try my best, like when I come on the platforms to just really educate everybody as, as best as possible. Um, because one of the things I hate for people to get on somewhere and waste their time and they spend years, um, I mean, a few hours and they get nothing but a whole bunch of motivation or just a story, like actually giving people tangible things to walk away with is really what I pride myself on. And that's, you know, going to be the basis for the night too. Let's do it. So let's, so let's, let's first and foremost, welcome everybody out there in in university of EYL university, EYL university, welcome and everybody on YouTube. Welcome. So the people that's on YouTube, we're just going to give you a quick rundown of how this works. Mm-hmm. So EYL University is a platform that we started over a year ago, and it's, a, it's an extension of the podcast. It's pretty much like on steroids for people that want like more hands-on um, experience and actually, you know, get to actually, you know, ask questions and um, it's a community. So once a month, we do what was called open enrollment. And we kind of give you a sneak peek. Uh, we like to show our work, as Trap would say. Uh, we like to show our work to yeah, the public. So we don't give, sell itself. Yeah, we give you we give you an open open house, and you can check it out. Um, so what happens is that for Ebon University, we have a hundred past webinars because every single week we do a different webinar with a different um, instructor that teaches on a different topic. So whether it's real estate, whether it's credit, whether it's student loans, whether it's stocks, it's, every single week is different. Every Wednesday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and then. So all of that's archived. So it's currently a hundred webinars right there. And then we have a private investment group on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is a community. It's 5,000 people in that. Um, and people get together and they talk about investing. It's, it's um, all kinds of infinity groups in there. And it's, it's a whole, it's yeah. a whole community. Our accountability triads in there. Yeah. So, so, and then we also have a movie club and a book club. And then once a month, I do financial planning calls. Everybody knows I'm a financial advisor. So I do financial planning calls once a month. We do bi-weekly real estate calls with MG, the mortgage guy. And what has been added this year to EYL University is uh, MG the Mortgage Guys Home Buyers Blueprint, yeah. which is over 15 hours of content and 100 videos. Um, so if you join EYL University, you get that as a member. Yeah, step-by-step booklet to get your and game what on we, track. what we just announced on Market Monday. So everybody, including including him 500, <laughs> every time like we, we talk about stocks and all that, because they know we got, we got the investment um, group chat. And uh, we showed we show the guys our portfolio and like, yo, put me in the group chat. Show me how to do this. Da, da, da. So, you know, we, we got so many requests to like, yo, how to like, let me know your plays, like the group chat. So we're going to do once a month group chat calls, investment group chat calls, where we just going to 
Um, it's a free forum. Me, Jamal, Troy, our whole team, and we're gonna actually just tell you the plays that we're not we're not telling you to make those plays. Just what's going on. But we're gonna tell you what's in our portfolio, what we're doing, what we're looking at. Um, and we're just gonna have a conversation. We're just gonna open up our group chat and um that's a million dollars worth of game right there. If you saw Minimum. the portfolio, Minimum. if you saw the hey, portfolio. Every, every, every time we, we show somebody the portfolio, individually, like, yo, Shadi show a portfolio, I show a portfolio, Jamal shows a portfolio, Mike, they're like, yo, bro, this is ridiculous. How, how do I start? How much do I need? And can y'all just show me? So that's been the consistent thing. So it was like, yo, let's just open it up, man. Let's just open it up so everybody can see what's going on. And the best thing about it is, like, since it's an open forum, I know people are making moves out there, too, that, can help us. And so it's like, yo, it's back and forth. Now we build as a community because there's some moves that we don't make. Like we heard on Market Mondays the other night, the young man, Ash, was like, yo, I like this play. And so I'm like, yo, bet, we got to go research that. So that's how you build community. It's not just like, yo, we're going to give, we're going to give. It's going to be give and take. It's like, all right, oh, I didn't know about that. Thank you for putting me on. Now we got to go do our homework. So yeah. it's going to be dope. Marcus, let me ask you, yeah. for everything I just named, what do you think a fair price for that value is? Everything you just named, yeah, on a on a on a one time buy or, yeah, I don't know, probably about five thousand. That's I would price it at like a five to seventy five hundred dollars. <laughs> He's not lying. That's a fact. That's like a fact. We seventy five hundred. That's a fact, man. We doing we doing a, a seventy two hour sale for that seventy five percent off five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. We letting it go. So uh, he looked confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, about him, I'm about to give him a couple thousand dollars worth of info right now. <laughs> they finna get a couple thousand dollars worth of info right now. Oh man. So yeah, man, we put that link in there, EYUniversity.com. Like I said, we're gonna do a 70, 72 hour sale, 75% off. But first and foremost, let's let's get into it. I know the good brother um got a lot going on. So Marcus, we ready. We ready to be educated. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna make you the host, and so whenever you're ready, I'm gonna switch it back, so we don't have to have a split screen. All right. All right. Uh. All right. So I'm the host. So listen, you guys. How you guys doing? Um, as you guys, some of you know, some of you may not. My name is Marcus Barney, also known as Him Five Hundred. And what I do is I teach financial literacy. Right. There's a lot of people in the community, and we're getting more in tune when it comes to financial literacy, when it comes to credit, when it comes to investing and things like that. And my thing is this, a lot of us, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I grew up in a household where I didn't come from people who had money, right? Like I was born homeless, you know, the typical story come from the ghetto, no that every, the story that we, most, most people come from, from our community. And what happens is, is that we don't come from a trust fund, but then we also don't come from a, a, a long line of education, right? We don't come from a long line of people who have been educated properly. And so what happens is, is that we grow up misinformed and we grow up with a lack of resources. So we're missing two things. We're missing resources and education. Inside, we have all the drive that we need, we have all of the, the motivation, the charisma. We have everything that it takes to go out and make money. And that's why a lot of us thrive in different industries. But a lot of us get left behind if we don't have, you know, certain things like being an athlete or being a rapper. If We don't got that. And so what I looked at growing up, I wasn't that. So me not being an athlete, what I looked at, I said, OK, well. What can I do? I started learning business. When I got in business, I was able to gain traction. I was able to gain a little bit of success. And 
whenever the slow season will hit, right? Most businesses have a slow season or people just have a rough time and they have a slow period, a rough period. And what happens in that period is usually we go into a financial crunch because we don't have anything to fall back on, right? So most of us don't come from trust funds. And so understanding that I don't come from a trust fund, I don't have anything to fall back on. All I have is the capital I was able to raise. I started looking into credit, right? And so I started figuring out, well, how can I use credit? Because it's no, it's no way that it's out here and it can't be an actual resource, right? Because I was trained, I don't know if you guys are trained like me, right? And I just let me get a check in the chat, is that drop a one in the chat if the things that you guys were trained on was, hey, when it comes to credit, the only thing it's good for is buying a house buying a car and using a credit card emergency purposes only and get gas with it. Right. That was, the, that's the level. Okay. Looking at the chat, I see a bunch of ones, right. And so for me, what I look at and see is that I'm not the only one that came up miseducated about when it came to credit. So as you guys seen on the EYL episode, I gave you guys a lot of jewels and things that you can do by leveraging credit. Right. But what I didn't do was break down a blueprint for you to be able to go out and get some money. Right. See, we only had so much time, but now we get to go into lesson mode. So tonight I get to actually share with you guys a few tangible things where you can go and get money. Um, so that way you could build your own what is what could be called your own trust fund. Right. That's just me. What I call it. Not literally a trust fund, but build your own trust fund. And that's my goal is that if we don't come for money, at least somebody give us the blueprint so we can go and get some money. Right. Once we can get it, if we can properly use it and be properly educated on it, because don't get it, don't get me misconstrued for one point. Credit is very dangerous. Okay. It's a dangerous game. And, and the reason why it's dangerous is because we don't have the education on it. Nobody told us that you can hide your credit card utilization so you don't pay interest, right? Nobody told us that, you know, how to monopolize and actually gain off the reward points and the rewards uh, and the reward systems that credit card companies actually have. Right. Most of us go out and we operate off a debit card. And I ask people all the time, I said, listen, if you're walking down a dark alley with 10,000 in your pocket and you know you're going to get robbed, do you want my 10,000 in your pocket or your last 10,000 in your pocket? Most people going to say, I want your 10,000 in my pocket. I'd rather have mine at home. Well, guess what? That's the same thing that happens when you use a debit card versus a credit card, right? Every day on the black web, people are, are being victim of identity theft, identity fraud. And what happens is, is that every day when you go out and swipe that debit card, which with every penny that you got in that a bank account, right, you put it at risk to be compromised. Meanwhile, with a credit card, you put the bank's money, right? Do you think if, if, if fraud happens against American Express, do you think they're not going to get it, right? They're going to go get their money back and do what they need to do. Or they can take the loss, right? Ten thousand could potentially sit us out of the game for a real long time and really ruin people's lives if their bank accounts get cleaned out and they gotta go, you know, 60, 60 days without their finances, right? Without their actual income, without the money that they had in the bank. So that's my goal is I just wanna educate people on listen, when it comes to leveraging credit, right? Be mindful of it. Um Always, always, always don't go over your over your means, right? Meaning if I teach you tonight how to go get 75,000, right? And you haven't proven yourself. Like if you got a business, say you have a t-shirt company and your t-shirt company been producing $5,000 a month, right? Don't take this credit card and overextend yourself, okay? Don't take a credit card and overextend yourself to where it's, 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 it's more in debt than what you've been actually making because you're still going to make 5,000 a month. So you just have to be mindful of it. 
Meanwhile, let's get into it. So listen, banks, right? A lot of us are familiar with banks like Navy Federal, okay? A lot of us are familiar with banks like Navy Federal. And I tell people all the time, Navy Federal is cool um, because they'll give people with a 680, 660 building credit with no negative history, they'll give people credit cards, right? Here goes a backdoor method for Navy Federal. So blueprint, can I get him a blueprint? Can I get him the floor is yours. Um, I'm gonna give you guys the blueprint to clean your credit so we don't gotta sit here all night and do it. I'm gonna get him the blueprint for free um, to clean your credit and how to clean like a 24 hour transunion method. The same thing I did for the MWD uh, audience. I wanna do the same thing for you guys. Uh, and that way you guys got the blueprint, but now I'm giving you the blueprint on what to do after you get your credit together, okay? So when you're building, let's just say you don't have a super strong profile. Okay. And if you don't have a strong profile, what you're going to do is 660, 680. That's no negative derogatory marks. You have to remove the negative items. So this is if you got 100% payment history, um, you know, two to three inquiries. And, at, at, you know, you may have super strong. So you may have a year, two years history. You'll be okay for Navy Federal. Um, at least three or four accounts, positive accounts in your credit report. Uh, just in no derogatory marks. I'm showing you how to move derogatories and you want to have your credit utilization under 9%, right? Preferably, if it's at 15, 20 on, with Navy Federal, you'll be okay. You still get an approval, okay? So it's what we're going to do with Navy Federal. A lot of times they tell us that you can't get a Navy Federal unless you're a member of the armed services or you come from your father was, right? Let me explain something and do this now because putting it on Earn Your Leisure and the videos get 100, 200,000 views. <laughs> y'all got to act now. So everybody that's watching live, y'all got about a 24-hour window, 72 hours before we might, you know, ruin this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. But the backdoor method to get in Navy Federal was this. You can literally call Navy Federal and tell them, hey, listen, my grandfather was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. He passed away. I don't have any of his information. They'll come back, boom, boom, boom. And when they come back, what they'll do is actually let you in. Boom. Now you're in. You don't need anybody's references. You don't need to, to be in the military. That's the backdoor method. Now, what Navy Federal is infamous for giving, fifteen dollars to $25,000 in credit cards, right? You can go with the Go Rewards card. fifteen dollars to $25,000. Now, side note and, you know, disclaimer, Navy Federal randomly gives people $1,000 approvals, Okay. You're going to roll the dice, right? So what happens is, is that most people, 15, 25, randomly, you may get a thousand. If you get the thousand, call in and ask for a reconsideration. If they don't give it to you, just maintain it for six months and then call in and ask for an increase, right? In six months, when you ask for the increase, they'll bump you up dramatically, okay? So don't feel, you know, uh, like you lost if you get a thousand dollar increase. I mean, a thousand dollar limit you're going to get bumped up eventually, okay? And that's Navy Federal. Most people are familiar with Navy Federal. That's your backdoor method in. I'm going to give you the blueprint to clean your credit, okay? So th that's one bank. But what people don't know is that uh, some people are familiar with Navy Federal, but a lot of people don't go out and research other banks, right? People don't know that there's other banks out there like Fidelity, Alliant Credit Union, and First Tech Credit Union, okay? So with Alliant, I'm going to break it down to you. Alliant is another credit union that you have to gain access to. Well, with Alliant, 
to gain access, they're going to ask you, hey, are you a teacher? Hey, are you this, right? You're going to go, no, no, no. They ask you about 10 different qualifying questions to see if you can get access. The last question is going to ask you, well, are you willing to make a donation to a charity of our choice? You can make a donation uh, that you want to put in, right? So I tell people, donate $5, you get access to Alliant Credit Union. Alliant is going to give you another bank that does 15 to 25,000. That's off of using Alliant, okay? And so what I want people to do is get familiar with that is because now that's two banks. So if let's just say on the low end, you get 15,000, right? This is off this call. You're gonna need your credit to be a little bit stronger than Navy Federal's is, but they're not super strict, okay? But then the next one, the next move that we have is Fidelity, okay? So with Fidelity, you have to open up a brokerage account, okay? You open up a Fidelity brokerage account. And once you open up the brokerage account, you're gonna apply for the rewards visa card right away. So as soon as you go to Fidelity, open up the brokerage account, you apply for the uh, Go Rewards visa immediately, okay? But with this, understand, you must have at least a 730 on experience, okay? And TransUnion. So you need to get a 730 credit score on Experian and TransUnion. If you have a 730, they're going to give you another bank that's going to go 15 to 25,000. And it's not, it's based off your score. Your credit report doesn't have to be super extensive. I had people get approvals, um, 18,000 with only about one and a half years of age on their credit report. So that's another bank. That's Fidelity. That's three banks that you guys can go to that's going to actually give you guys 15 to 25,000. If you guys roll the dice right, and do 25, 25, 25, that's 75,000, right? The, my point is this, though. The key to it is be respectful of the credit cards if you're not super, you know, on it already and you don't know, right? Let me explain something. Credit cards have a three dates on a closing on credit cards, right? They have your due date, they have your closing date, and they have, which is your statement date, and they have your reporting date, right? So understand this, is that you have a due date. That's the date that your credit card is due. Then you have your closing date. This is the date that's your, when your statement closes. That statement date, what that does is whatever your balance is on your statement date, when your credit card closes, that's going to report to your credit card. Okay? That reports to your credit card. Now you have your reporting date. That's the date that they actually report to the credit bureaus. What we want to focus on is the statement closing date. Okay? On the statement closing date, what's important about this is this. When your credit card closes, that's what's going to report on your credit card. If it closes at $0 old, guess what happens? Your utilization on your credit report shows $0 old. If you pay your credit card off before the billing date, I mean before the due date and let it, and let it stay at zero throughout your closing date, um, throughout your closing date, what's going to now happen is now you paid your credit card off within a 30-day period, so you're not getting really hit with a lot of interest, right? And it's reporting at 0% utilization if you keep it there when the, when, the, um, when the actual credit card closes, okay? <clears throat> Man, I'm finna going out for me. Y'all, listen. <laughs> take, take a deep breath. <laughs> y'all, come on here, yo. This is for the culture, y'all. Y'all got to understand, right? <laughs> Coach, um, you could change your billing and you can change your due date once a year. Okay. 
uh, with some banks. Some banks let you do it multiple times. So I'm gonna tell y'all this, right? I'm just y'all just gotta pick up what I'm putting down on this one, right? If I can change my billing date and due date, that means that I can set my statement and closing date. So if I got two credit cards, I'm setting one this way, I'm setting one over here. Okay. When I set them apart, now when this one closes, I can use the money from here to pay this one. When the money closes, when this one closes, I can use the money from here to pay this one. Right. The goal is that we just have to understand how the bank work. We have to study and do our due diligence. A lot of us don't actually want, you know, go out and just read the fine print or call the banks and ask questions. Right. The banks work for us. They're using our money. Right. They're used. They're literally using our money. That's our bank. You can call and ask any question how anything works that you want. I don't care how redundant it is. I don't care how brazen it is. Call and ask the question. All they can do is give you an answer. They got to look it up. And if sometimes if they give you an answer, call back and ask somebody else. The same thing with Navy Federal. If they don't let you in, hang up and call back and, and get the next rep till you get in. Right. That's the same thing that I explain to people about when it comes to cleaning your credit. You do not want to send in a letter to remove misspelled names and addresses when you can call in and get it removed over the phone. We don't want to waste time, you know, but the thing is that pick the phone up and call and start reading. Right. Everybody gets everybody's probably had a credit card, even a bank card. And you get the bank card, pull your, your bank card off and nobody goes and reads the fine print on the paperwork that they get. Nobody has thoroughly went through and read every single page that come with a with a bank with a debit card or a credit card to see the benefits and perks to really dissect it and grow from it. So I gave you guys three credit cards to go apply for that can give you fifteen to twenty five thousand. And I slick just told you guys how to hide your credit utilization. I don't want to go too hard because we've been <laughs> there all night. Um, and you know. It's, it's just so much that's possible. And let me explain something. Business credit, right? Business credit, you can get when you build your credit report up. I'm going to run something down to you, right? Is that when it comes to credit and business credit, a lot of times people go out and think that they get a business credit card and they get a business credit card for 5000 10000 right? Let me explain to you why you got that limit, right? You got that limit because your, your personal credit wasn't built out properly. Right. If you learn business credit, you can go out and get uh, three to three to uh, three times the amount of your largest credit card. Right. So I tell people this. Never go get a secure credit card because you don't want those little limits. Never. You know, when you build and get a secured loan instead, when you're building your credit report out. But once you go out and acquire credit cards, grow your credit cards for like six months to a year, every six months asking for an increase. When you go to get business credit, you can start up a new business and go get business credit, but and it'll be based off of your personal credit report. So if you have large lines of credit on your personal credit report, guess what happens? Now you get larger lines of, of, of business credit. So instead of going in there and saying, oh, yeah, I got this $500 secure credit card on my credit report and these $1,000 limits. No, I want you guys to go out, use the banks that I just told you, go out, get $25,000 limits. Now, after you let those season for a year and properly structure your report, once that report is structured properly, you go out and you see why my mentees are able to get $75,000, right? They're able to get $75,000 business credit cards, $100,000 business credit cards. And people go, well, how do you get it? The issue is nobody has the patience to build. Everybody wants something overnight. We want a microwave success, right? You've been working 20 years making 
30,000 a year, but when it comes to credit, you want it to give you 300,000 today. But your job and what you work for hasn't delivered that, right? You have to have patience. Build your credit report out properly. Structure it properly, right? Let it grow. Give it some time. Don't expect it to get, I'm giving you guys gems that you can go and implement now for the personal side. But when it comes to business, it's a little more of a process because you have to build your report out and you want to let those credit cards season, right? And you don't want to get, you're not, you're going to get automatic denials if you start applying for credit um, within a six months of, of applying, you get more denials when you got new accounts in the last six months. So build that report out, right? Let that report build out. Once you let that report build out, then you guys start looking at business credit and now you get larger limits, but take your time. It's not a rush thing. Don't rush and think that, hey, I need to go get this. I'm going to get this tomorrow. Hey, it might be a year process, but in a year process, you want to go from getting $25,000 in business credit or getting $125,000, $225,000 in business credit. That makes the difference. So that's my lesson for tonight. Um, I gave you guys three credit cards. I told you how to hire utilization. Uh, and really, you just want to build that report out. And then I know we're going to take some Q&A that's going to get me deeper into some more topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First and foremost, thank you for that, man. Um, that was a lot. I told you this dude is dangerous, man. He's the most One dangerous. One of the most dangerous he's, he, yeah, out there. He's probably the most dangerous. He's top two. Maybe not two. <laughs> yo, I told you, bro. Remember I told you? Top yo. two, maybe not two. Yo, <laughs> yo. Top two most, most dangerous people on, on the I'm internet. I'm telling y'all, man, if they come for me, man, y'all better protect me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling y'all. So y'all better ride for me, right? What Nipsey said, yo, yo, they come for me. When dudes get locked, who you think they call for bail, man? They calling us. Yo, we gonna we gonna we gonna uh we gonna we gonna go into question and answers. Wait, wait, but uh before we do that, uh everybody on YouTube, uh, if you can hit the like button, that that greatly helps the situation. So there's almost forty five hundred people on your told you, Marcus, man. This this the big 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 show, the man. big show. It's gonna it's gonna after a week, it's gonna be like sixty thousand people that see this video, man. Yeah, it's a lot. EYL, man. EYL is uh you know it's a prestigious situation, man. And uh, oh my gosh, Marcus, Mar Yo, the Marcus, Marcus always delivers. He's one of these people we never got to worry about. So we're gonna go right now is question and answer. So once again, if anybody wasn't here at the beginning of the situation, this is a, a preview of EYL University. We do this once a month. We call it open enrollment. Every every week we have classes. Uh, we have a hundred past webinars, and we have a, a movie club. We have a book club. We have a private investment group on Facebook. MG the mortgage guys, home buyers blueprint is included in EYL. Shout out to MG on the check-in. Shout out to MG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what we also included yesterday was um, access to our group chat. Once a month, we're going to be doing group chat calls. Notorious. Investments. We're going to talk about our option plays that we make in our stock plays, all of that. So this is to show you exactly what's going on. 75% off of EYL University is the current discount that we're running, which is $500 total for the entire year. Um, and that link is pinned. And then also, also for him 500, I know everybody follows him and they're, they're pretty, you know, well versed on what recession proof is. If you're not familiar, recession proof is his community where he actually, we talked about his mentees. That's what he was talking about. His mentees where he actually has like, you know, these kind of calls, but in more in depth and videos and all of that. And then they go on trips and it's a whole, it's a whole process. And um, when he came on the episode, if you know, we did that $500 off for EYL. That website is rpxeyl.com. Mm -hmm. And that's a special discount that, that's the cheapest place that you can get his program is on, is, um, on that site in conjunction with that. So thank you for that. I'm gonna put that in the group chat also. But 
Let's get the questions. This this is another yeah, this is another there's, part. There's a lot of hands, this is bro. Amazing, this is like this is what really separates EYL University from like just a regular podcast because you get to actually ask questions. So yeah, there might have been something that we forgot to ask that they like. Yo, y'all should have asked that. So yeah. now now it's their turn. Yeah, yeah let, let, let's let's get it. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Eden, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. You know how this works. No fridge breaks. It's not the time for that. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Appreciate you guys. Thanks for uh, for doing this. This is incredible. Uh, all love, so, all love. You, bro. All right, Marcus, I had a quick question. Um, how can we get credit for to purchase a home? Is that possible? So uh, for the down payment, that is. So if you're going out to purchase a home uh, and you don't want to put on put your own cash for your for the down payment. Okay. You <laughs> uh, about to go off? <laughs> oh, he asked that question. question. Listen. Uh, Man, y'all, y'all picked a good one. Uh, so one of the things that you can't use a credit card to make a down payment, right? Because they look at your credit report to check your debt to income ratios and they want your balances low. But what happens is, you know, if you look, <clears throat> if you literally, if, if your utilization doesn't show, they can't see it, right? So if you understood what I just said, like uh, about literally, your utilization with your credit cards with switching them, if they can't see it, then they then it's zero, right? Or five percent. So the goal is to make it to where they can't see it. So you want to pull the money off of one credit card. So if you got two credit cards for twenty five thousand, you're gonna take twenty five thousand off of one, and when it's due, you're gonna pay it back, right? And then you're gonna circulate it when this one is due, you're gonna pay it back. So now it's showing at zero. So both of them are reporting at zero. They can't even tell that the money is. So that's literally, that's uh, one of the things that you can do when it comes to pulling the money off. Uh, I mean, when it comes to buying a house, using a credit card is that you're going to be able to pull it that way. Just make sure that your utilization doesn't show. So just watch your credit card, see when it reports your utilization and know that, okay, if it's reporting on my on my actual closing date. And then I know, okay, here, it needs to be at zero this date. And then it needs to be at zero on this date. Now, they can't see it, so you took twenty five thousand off, and good to go. Appreciate that, Ian. Appreciate that. Uh, let's go, uh, Steve. You've been unmuted. Unmute yourself. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, Steve. What's going on, bro? Thank you guys for everything. I'm a big fan. I'm gonna get straight to it. So, Marcus, uh, I was at the gym. My bad. So, this this question is from my guy. He's getting his car his car repoed. Because he just purchased and he got tired of paying the, he got ripped off because he was in a bad situation. Now, I read that if you voluntarily uh, repossess your own car, the only thing that happens is that you still get hit with 10, 100 points to your credit score. Now, to fix that 100 point decrease, would you wait till it hits or would you go ahead and um, block the credit views to, to see it? If I make myself clear. Um, no. So the voluntary involuntary repo is going to show up on his credit report as a repo. And it's not a certain, um, it's not a certain points that it goes down. Um, it'll be based strictly off of his credit uh, profile and how it's built. So it's not a certain amount of points, um, that, Hey, it's going to drop a hundred points. Right. And that's not, that that's not true. What's going to happen is, is that he's going to get a, a repossession on his credit report 
and then he has to deal with that. So it's no way to block it. Um, he can, you know, fight it. But with it being so fresh and so new, with it being fresh like that, I don't think I wouldn't get a car back and take the repo just because I know the damages that it's going to do to my credit. Uh, but it's not 100 points that he's going to lose. He's going to have a, re, a repossession in his credit report. And whatever, you know, happens is is, is going to happen. So however much damage it takes, he could take a 200 point. He could take a 30 point. It, I don't know. Uh, but he's going to get crushed, especially if he's already missing payments. He's getting crushed as well. So can he that, use your method to fix it once it hits his credit score? He can, but I'm, I, I don't tell people. I'm more so if you already got the negative items on there, then fight them and we can, you know, try to remedy the, the report. But I'm not one that's going to ever tell you, hey, you know, let a repossession hit your credit because it's possible you can fight it and get it removed. Sometimes it takes a year to get things removed off your credit. Sometimes it takes two. Sometimes it don't come off and you got to pay it. So it's not. Oh yeah, guaranteed things are gonna come off. That's never the case. Um, he can he can try to remedy it, but it's never the case that it's gonna come off, and especially all three credit bureaus. Thanks. Appreciate you, Steve. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Don't repo that vehicle. Don't get your don't get your car yeah. repo. Mac, we coming to you. I haven't seen my boy in a minute. Macintosh, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Thank you for everything y'all doing for the community. Uh, the question you, that I have um, for Marcus, is it a good idea if you pay your credit card and not use it or you have to keep using it? If you like pay it off and then don't use it. So like, yeah, that's a good question. So like if you have a credit card, Marcus, and um, you, you it has a zero balance, but you're just not using it at all, will that hurt your credit or should you use every credit card that you have? So like no matter what. You're going to want to balance it, right? Well, See, I teach I teach people how to get 15 credit cards with five inquiries. So it's it's I I teach people how to balance it, kind of rotate it, because what's gonna happen is you always want to use your credit cards, right? It's no reason that you, you shouldn't. So to answer your question, use it, right? 100 percent Um, if you don't, you know, put every expense that you can on your credit cards, right? Not only for the reward points, but to increase the limits. Right now, if you don't have a business, you're not looking to invest in anything, just put all your personal expenses on your credit card. Once you start putting all your personal expenses on your credit card, your credit card limit grows. Right. So then whenever you get in time of a need or you actually need to go out and you need a resource, you have it and it's larger. Right. The worst case, you want to sit on a, a $10,000 credit card. And since you're not using it, the bank shrinks it and go, oh, well, since you don't need it, we're going to shrink your limit down to 3000 so you always want to use it and increase the limits and just put all your personal bills on it um, and really just grow it like that. If if you got charge cards, which are based off of like your American Express Platinum, those are based off of your spending habits. So if you're trying to grow that limit and you don't have a business, like one of the things I did was, <clears throat> man, here we go. So <laughs> <laughs> I started doing... Uh, <laughs> working with business owners, right? So if you got good credit, a lot of times people who own businesses deal with a lot of cash. And one of my guys worked in for a watch store, right? And he worked for a watch store. And he explained to me, hey, listen, a lot of times when we buy these luxury watches back, we buy them underpriced. And since we buy them underpriced, we probably got a markup of about 3,000, right? 
So what I did was I said, well, if you can do a $3,000 markup, can we split it? He was like, yeah. I, I So we did the first watch at like, it probably was 12000 I swiped my car for it, got the watch. He was like, I can have it resold within a week. He'd been in the industry for forever. So he resold it in a week. We made $3,000. But what happened was I just got a $12,000 spin on my credit card. Also got the reward points and made $1,500. Over time, we built that relationship out. I ended up letting him just hold one. Uh, I added him as an authorized user to my platinum and let him hold a card. He helped me grow to my limit to where now I got a limit on my platinum of $250,000 because he was constantly spending $20,000, $40,000, $7,000, on watches plus my expenditures. We grew the limit. So I tell a lot of times people say, never, you want to figure out some kind of creative way to use it. It may be not working with business owners. I have another friend that has a restaurant and they do their food costs off of my, uh, off of my green plat, uh, American express charge card. And they just buy food every single week for their restaurant. Well, they help my limit grow. So just be creative with the way that we use it, that sometimes you may be the one with good credit, but you may have a family member who's cash heavy and they just deal with cash and a credit card would make their life a lot easier and then making your life easier helps your limits grow. And now you turn around and you go, I'm 300,000 up. You know what I mean? Like I got a, realistically, I got like a half a million on charge cards just from these two. And, you know, it's just being creative and applying it. So my, my answer is no, don't ever just let it sit dormant. They'll shut your account down after a while. They'll decrease your limits. So just, you know, be mindful. Always want to use it and grow those limits because we need, if, especially if we're not cash heavy, we want to have something to fall back on. So Marcus, when they, when they close it, um, does it negatively affects your, your credit score, correct? It negatively affects your credit score because you lose a positive account. So right. just okay. like when you pay your car off and your credit score drops, well, because you closed and lost one of your positive accounts because the, 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 the number of accounts in your credit report drastically impacts your credit. So when you lose that account, it drops your score. Let me ask you this before we go to another question. Thank you. Can you okay, you're appreciate you, Matt. Um, can you talk about business credit? Like um, that's a big thing for people. I don't think people fully understand like, can you just talk about that for a couple minutes? Is like how to establish business credit? Because I know it is different from like establishing personal credit. I'm not the super business credit guy. I'm the okay. more so your personal, what we do with the personal, getting into the business. Um, I tell people, though, establishing on just on the surface, I'm not going to go too deep because um, I don't want to start the business credit questions. But just always make sure everything is set up properly. Make sure when you go out, and you said the things you want to do is have a 1-800 number, right? Have a physical office address. Um, make sure that matches. Get that before you set your LLC up. When you set your LLC up, your LLC shouldn't say, um, you know, your home address, your personal cell phone number, your personal email address, right? And that's the things that you kind of want to be mindful of because a lot of times, you know, you go to register your business, you go for business funding and your email on your on the secretary of state is uh, poppychulo6969 at gmail.com. It's like, yo, <laughs> yo, how serious is this guy, right? Versus Marcus Barney at him500.com. It's a big difference when you're looking at it and you got some, uh, underwriting, evaluating your, 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 your business and how serious you take it when you actually have a 1-800 number, right? That is listed on your application and it's listed on your secretary of state. It's all in conjunction. So those things to be mindful of when you're setting up your business. 
Yeah, that's one thing that we learned with our business credit too, is that um, you definitely got to have a separate number um, and the address is important. But it could be a virtual address mm-hmm. um, and it could be a virtual number, a Google number. Um, but that's something that you definitely had to yeah. learn the hard way. Well, not the hard way, but we just, just had learned to learn it. it. Yeah, just yeah. To learn In it. addition to, we, we talked about having authorized users. So everybody knows I talk about how I was an authorized user since 1985 of American Express, when we had to apply for a business credit card, my history with them is so long that we automatically jumped to a six-figure limit. It was like, oh, this is great. But that was because we had handled it respectfully throughout. Well, my parents handled it respectfully. Then when I had the card, I handled it respectfully. So make sure that your personal credit is in line too when, you, when you're trying to get a business credit as well. Yeah, and that's something that, um, it's like, you know, one of these things where, and this is, you know, the beauty of the platform and, and people like Marcus and just a whole bunch of other people online, it's like, uh, all of this stuff is trial and error for the most part because, you know, there's really, they don't teach it in school, Mm-mm. even in college, they're not really teaching it. So it's like, you know, um, when we had Miss Business on talking about how to buy the car and your business name, she talked about the gas car, the gas card. Um, that's something I just learned. No, we got to get it. <laughs> and some people was in the comments like, you don't know about the gas car. I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't know about the gas card. I, I didn't, I'm sorry. I know nobody taught me that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I'm still learning. I'm not, I never act like I know every single thing. But, um, you know, this is so much information as far as credit and, and, you know, just like you said, personal credit and business credit, two completely different things, mm-hmm. and cars and, and, you know, spending limits and all of this stuff is like, how are you supposed to learn it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Even when, when he told us, he was like, yo, don't use your, when, don't use your debit card anymore, y'all. Every, since that moment, since you came to, to, to the crib and we talked about that, everything's been credit. It was like, wait, that makes too much sense. Like, this makes too much sense. So I said, we don't, we're not ashamed to say like, yo, we're learning. No, I, I hate the people that's always looking down on somebody like, oh, you didn't know that? You know? <laughs> if, if we knew everything, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have these conversations. That's the whole point. You know, you know, what's crazy is that with, even with credit, right? Is that I don't know everything, right? Shout out to my, uh, my boy, Chris. Uh, he dropped jewels on me and we exchanged like banks and different information. I explained some of these to him. He gave me fidelity. Like, it's like, yo, I don't, I can't, I don't know everything. People would think that, you know, hey, this is your expertise. You should know everything. It's like, no, listen, you know how many banks it is out here, right? I can't have a relationship with every bank. Um, Can't know everything, but I'm fluent and I learn from trial and error. I learn from business going bankrupt, right? Like I had a, a, a Boost Mobile store. We got into the franchise game. Bad decision, bad location, didn't know how to evaluate it, crush, lose every, lost all the income. And that's what made me start looking into credit. That's what made me start going, well, I need something to fall back on. I need somebody I can rely on so I can actually, you know, have somebody to ask because I can't ask anybody for money. You know what I mean? So that's, that's mm-hmm. one of the things. But exactly what you said is that, look, man, we don't know everything. Nobody can possibly know everything. It's just we know what works. <laughs> we know how to get to the next level. <laughs> that's that's it. And a lot of times, like what I'm saying today is this: I'm giving you guys things that are actually things that you can implement now. You know what I mean? This is stuff you can implement now and take action on. So, yeah, right, yeah. Let's let's get a couple couple more questions. Yeah, uh, Halima, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hi. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Thank you guys. Um, my first time raising my hand and I got picked. <laughs> so there here's my question. <laughs> it's a personal question for personal credit. Um, if you have, how, how is there any hacks to increase your credit? If you have like 
two, you don't have any inquiries, nothing on there, nothing negative, just high limits that's already maxed out. Is there any hacks you can do to like increase your credit while you're trying to pay it down? I mean, so, okay, yes, but it's it's situational, right? Because are you trying to go acquire new credit or what are you trying to go acquire? Kalima? She's, she's there. Hello? Hold on a second. Yep. Yeah. I wanna um I wanna purchase a home. I'm trying to in, I'm trying to purchase a home. So I wanna purchase a home and that's the reason why I'm trying to get my credit up. Okay. Your, so, your credit your, your, your credit score up or your credit you like my, your credit, my credit score, score up? my credit score up. Credit, credit score, okay. Her credit score is down because of utilization, correct? Correct. Yeah. So if you max all the way out um on those cars, they're still gonna judge you off of it. Uh, so to go buy a home, you have to get those down, right? Is there other ways if you were trying to do other things that you could build the credit? Yes, you can add authorized users to help offset it to just make it look pretty um, because it'll fix your utilization rate. But when you go to underwriting, they're going to see that your cards are still maxed out. So it's not going to really help you. Um, it would just help your score go up, but it's not going to be act something that's really tangible that you're going to be able to go to the bank and say, hey, let me pick this money up. Right. And so that's that's the thing is that with your utilization being there, you're going to have to get that utilization down. So what you want to work on is at least trying to get, you know, getting it down to 50 percent on each one and then. Swap it and then try to hide it. Kim 500, we got 5000 people on YouTube right now. The big boss, man. <laughs> five, the number five. Let's go. Appreciate you, Halima. Hit the like button, please. YouTube, greatly appreciate uh, it. Thank you. Let's go to no problem. Thank you, Lashonda. We coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, good evening. Good evening. All right. Good evening. I, I kind of came in in a bacon in a conversation. So my question is, it's like a personal question for personal credit. My credit score is at, is at about like seven fifty, seven sixty. As far as my credit profile. All I have on it is an auto loan. I have no student debt and I have one credit card. So I came in where you was kind of talking about Navy, federal and fidelity and stuff like that. So what is it that I should do to go and get like a credit limit that's up there? Because I need to. So, yeah. What, um, what you're going to want to do is, I don't know if y'all want me to go back through that or Catch the. Um, you you could just kind of get like a quick like a quick synopsis. Yeah, I don't need the whole just the gist of it. What what it okay. is that you say? Catch the replay to be more in detail. But with your score being where it's at, um, you don't have a lot of inquiries. Is that you got three different banks that'll give you um, fifteen to twenty five k? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when you go in and get it, is that maybe federal? You're gonna call in and say, Hey, listen, um, I was in the military. I mean, my grandfather was in the military and he's not, you know, with us anymore. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, and I don't have any of his information. They'll grant you access. A lion is another one that you're going to you're going to go through their application. Make a uh, when you go through the application process, you're going to actually. Um, do a donation, a five dollar donation to get membership into their credit union. And the next one mm -hmm. is Fidelity. Fidelity Bank. You're going to actually make a brokerage account but once you make the brokerage account you have to immediately apply so don't make the brokerage account and let it sit 
make the brokerage account, right? And once you make the brokerage account, you're going to go for the rewards visa card. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go for the reward visa cards. You want to put your income when you do it, put your income at 150,000, right? And you either pay 2000 or zero a monthly on living expenses. And <clears throat> that's what'll get you. So put 150 K as your income on there and your living expenses is between is, is 2000 or you put zero. And that's what's going to kick you your large limit, especially if you got over a 730 credit score. And watch the um, check out the replay when you get a chance, because he, he spoke about a little bit more in depth at the beginning. But um, yeah, that was that was a good synopsis. And, you know, it's crazy. I just thought about, you know, it's a lot of this stuff is um, it, it all plays together. So when you talk about Fidelity's um, brokerage account and, you know, Market Mondays and we talk about we talk about stocks all the time and all of that. So now this is a play where you can actually combine the credit play with the investment play. You go on the Fidelity to set up a um, brokerage account to to buy stocks, to set up your IRA, to trade options, whatever you want to do. So now at the same time, you can actually, you know, do the credit play. And now you can, you you know, combine the, the stock play, the investment play mm -hmm. with the credit play. Yeah. And I seen somebody in the chat say, you know, when Navy Federal, you can be a family member of them. You have to be son, a direct family member, meaning son or daughter. And also, or you can be a roommate um, with somebody who's in Navy Federal and use their access number and get, and get, granted access. The issue is if you do something, if the person you give access to does something to the left, go max out credit cards and do something crazy, it reflects on you. And then the person who gave their access number can now, guess what? Now they can get their account shut down. So that's why mm -hmm. I don't give my access number to anybody. Um, I just give people a method they can get in on their own, meaning whatever you do is your personal business. It's not attached to me. So be mindful of that. Yes, there's other ways, but i rather people get in completely on their own and stand on their own two feet than be standing on my shoulders and what you do comes back on me. So be mindful when you think you're giving access to people or you're charging and they go in and they use a CPN number and they get a credit card or something and they run off, then your account gets shut down with theirs. It ain't all good. Krista, safety first. We're coming to you, Krista. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Uh, Thank you, Shonda. Paul, you about to say yeah, and some things we not. I, I'm 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 not covered. If you guys tune in and check out the EYL episode, a lot of stuff and tactics I covered um, on turning credit to cash. Today we teach you how to go get the cash, and when you go back and watch the EYL episode, you're gonna see exactly how to apply it and get busy from there. So just That's check funny. it out back on YouTube. If, if you haven't watched that Earn Your Leisure episode, episode. hundred, you're doing yourself a tremendous disservice. Potentially the biggest episode. <laughs> Kristen, what's up? Hi, how are you guys? Good. Are we good. great? How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. And even better that you guys called on me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Where you from? Baltimore. Shout out to be more. Shout out to be more. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, hi, Hem500. Um, I have a question. So, I have a, a cap, well, a, what is it called? A charge off. And it will not leave for the life of me. And I was wondering if you had any tips on getting it removed. I've already followed your instructions for like um, the secondary bureaus, but it's still like not going anywhere. And it's with the original debtor, debtor. So that's probably why, but I just wanted to get your take on it. You got credit karma? Yes. Log into your credit karma. As she logs in. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Okay, you in? Yes. Go to your accounts. Go to your, your view your whole credit report. Okay. Go to the negative accounts. Uh, you mean the closed accounts? Go to the negative account that you want to remove. Oh, the one that I want to remove? Okay. Go to the account that you want to go to the accounts tab and select the negative item. Mm -hmm. Okay. You see where it says dispute on the bottom? Yep. Put that in. um, Go to dispute. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you go to dispute, now you should be on the the deletion screen. Don't put anything um, for ownership. Go down. Right, and then it's going to say, "Don't put anything for ownership. Uh, don't select any ownership." So the ownership is going to be the first little block where it's going to ask you to pick. It's going to give you a lineup of a few different things. You're going to put, don't put nothing there. Go down below it, right, and put this count is in lit- is involved in litigation. Go down below. Oh, an additional comment. No, above additional comments, it's uh-huh. like the. One above, it says this account is involved in litigation. Yep. All right. Now, additional comments. Mm -hmm. I want you to put, I have not supplied proof. Yo, this is crazy. (laughs) I'm sitting there like, yo, is he screen sharing? (laughs) (laughs) That's that EYL University, man. That's crazy. (laughs) Million dollars worth of game. Yo, AKA him, not them. <laughs> Yo, listen, we 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 going there. Listen, you there? You yep, put it? I'm here. I have not supplied proof. Under the doctrine of a stop by silence, a stopple by silence. So proof under the doctrine uh-huh. of a stopple. Of a stopple? I don't know how to spell it. E-S-T-O-P-P-E-L. A-S-T-O-P-P-A-L. E-S-T. Oh, EST, okay. By silence, comma, Englehart, right? But I'm going to spell it for you. E-N-G-E-L-H-A-R-D-T. And then V, period, short for verses. Graven, G-R-A-V-E-N-S. In parentheses, M O two eighty one separates uh, spacebar capital S W seven one five comma seven one nine comma and then put I presume that no proof of the alleged debt comma nor therefore any such debt. Comma, you with me? I presume that no proof of the alleged debt. Comma. Mm-hmm. Nor therefore any such debt, comma, in fact exists. Period. All right. Now, go submit. If it doesn't say the oh, copy that, copy that, copy the comment section that you just typed out. Yep. Copy that just so you have it on your clipboard if you got to redo it. And now, mm-hmm. um, 
go through and press and submit. And now if it doesn't say delete right then, um, redo it a second time because sometimes the system glitches. So go ahead, press submit. Okay. It says continue, but okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then okay, submit. Okay. Yeah. TransUnion is reviewing your dispute. Okay. So let that sit. Um, give us about five minutes to 10 minutes. If you don't um, get a deletion notice, uh, come back. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Wow. So, so that's, 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 Can we get a right. round of applause right. for this guy, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you. Dangerous, man. Oh, Chris, yo, we said he was the most dangerous. I told you he's dangerous, man. We gotta keep our eye, keep our eye on her before we before we end the call. We're gonna go back. Uh, it's nine oh two, so we're gonna be wrapping around uh, nine fifteen, nine twenty. So we'll see. We're gonna come back to you before we end and see what happened. Uh, All right, Chris. So I'm gonna keep you right at the top. I'm gonna keep you right up there. This dude is dangerous, man. This Ooh. dude is dangerous, man. <laughs> Shout out to MP the mortgage guy on a super chat check in. Shout out to Cashflow and Super Chat Checking, and shout out to the good brother Credit Dude. Shout out to the good brother <laughs> Credit Dude. Are we live? What you doing? <laughs> Yo, Denise, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Live, live studio, live, live studio audience. If, if. Denise, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going oh on? Oh <laughs> my God. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and great information, just like dropping bombs. Um, so my question is, I heard the last episode that you were on, Marcus, and you were talking about trade lining. Um, if you could go over that a little bit more, like how does trade lining work? How can we make some money off of trade lining? Um, that was very, very interesting. Okay. Um, with, with trade lines, let me explain something. Is that I'm a clear, a lot of times people think that, like I teach people how to start a trade line business. And a lot of times people get confused and think that trade lines is only authorized users, right? But you have trade lines like uh, My Jewelers Club is a trade line. Um, Rent Reporters is a trade line, right? These are all things. The trade line is just a positive accounting or credit report. But when it comes to authorized users, I tell people this is that if I seen people in the chat earlier asking, hey, what do you think about trade line supply, right? The issue with that is that a lot of times people go out and buy trade lines, authorized users from people they don't know, right? And it's, it's just complete strangers. Well, when it comes to adding people to your cards, there's certain cards that you want to use, right? I'm going to tell you, like, one of the banks to kind of stay away from is like a Bank of America. Bank of America is notorious for shutting you down. Meanwhile, American Express will give you 99 authorized users, and you get 99 authorized users, but they don't report history, right? So it's a lot uh, to really break this whole business model down. But to give you a synopsis is that pretty much is that I can add you onto my card as an authorized user, right? So let's say I use a, a, a card like Citibank, right? I'm going to give y'all one, Citibank. Um, I use a card like Citibank. I add you on as an authorized user. I've had my card for 10 years plus. My utilization rate is under 9%, 100% payment history. When I add you on as an authorized user, my history now goes onto your credit report. If I charge you 650 
that's 650, but I got 10 slots available. So if I have 10 slots available and I add 10 people, that's $6,500. I'm gonna leave you on for 60 days and it's gonna stay on your credit report for 90. The thing about authorized users is that you can't build a report off of authorized users. It's kind of just like a cherry on the top to kind of help with your data points. So you build your report out and get the accounts and then you use a thing like an authorized user to kind of help and strengthen your data points before you go out and apply. So it's the thing that you add last. So when you add a trade line last, you know, this is after you got your credit report together. That's the reason why you only need to be on there for 90 days, because in that time frame, you need to go out and apply for the things that you're looking to acquire. OK. And now from there, what happens is, is that now I've, I've turned my credit card from a liability into an actual asset because now I'm making money off of it. Now I'm making 6500 every 60 days. That's $40,000 in a year. Right now, I don't have to worry about going into debt. I don't have to worry about getting a credit card saying, am I going to pay it back, this, this, that, and the third. I'm literally using the bank's money to <laughs> make money, and I'm never going into debt. Right? And you see a lot of people go, can we do this? Can we do this? And it's like, yo, listen, you can't, in, in, in my mind, right? And this is just, you know, I'm being frank and honest with everybody is this. I had somebody hit me up. I was like, yo, I got a $10,000 credit card. I don't want to, you know, in fear of losing it. And I said, well, listen. What's your utilization? Can you, you're not supposed to use more than 30% of a credit card, right? You're not supposed to use more than 30% of a credit card. Meaning, if you're not going to go over 30%, you got a $3,000 credit card. I just told you how to make $40,000 in a year. You get me? You, you see the benefit that how it actually turns into an actual asset versus holding on to a credit card for emergency purposes. Make the $40,000, put the $10,000 up cash, and then what are, we, what are we talking about? We can move forward, right? And that's the, the mindset that we need to have when it comes to, you know, actually turning liabilities into assets. But to answer your question, um, is select cards that you want to use and add people as an authorized user. You never give them access to your credit card. So that way you don't send the card to them. You mail it to you. OK, you never give them access to the card. So that way they can't use it and go run it up. You put security. Um, you put security questions on your account. You also turn all your push notifications on on your app for whichever credit card you're using. So, you know, just stay in the loop with everything that's going on and really watch the car. But, um, you know, I'm going to tell you guys this is that every bank does not allow this. So you guys have to be mindful. I told you guys, like Bank of America is one of the banks to stay away from. Navy Federal is not going to give you 10 authorized users. They're going to give you four. So you just want to be mindful and really study and learn the banks. If you can do your due diligence, go out and really do research and um, try to find what banks are good and that allow it. And you can build from there. Or, you know, you can come come on the good side. Recession proof, <laughs> recession proof blue. Recession proof yeah. blue, man. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you so much for that information. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Denise. Let's take let's take one more question. Um, I saw somebody on YouTube. They had if you're having a, if you're in EYL University and you're having a problem getting in the Facebook group. Uh, email info at earn your leisure, but you have to have your real name on Facebook. Sometimes people's names is like John Henry in real life, but their Facebook name is like Eaglewood Superman. Um, so it's hard to identify. That takes a little longer because it's hard to identify because we don't know your real name. But um, the quick solution is that is just email info at earn your leisure. 5,000 people in that Facebook group. So yeah. um, Definitely want to take advantage of that if you if you have yeah. a member of UI University. And shout out to all the earners in the chat right now. They everything that that Marcus is saying, they type it in like, "Yo, I got that." Wait, yo, you misspelled something. No, we got this. 
Shout out to all the earners, man. There's, there's so many to name. They doing their thing. Marcus Copy and paste. I'm sure they're going to put this in the chat. Man. That's Marcus Barney. The most yeah. dangerous. The most dangerous. Yeah, him, big, not them. Biggest him boss that you've seen thus far. <laughs> <laughs> point Dexter. Is this Point Dexter or is this bust down? Nah, we're on Point Dexter today. I, I love <laughs> to do I'm, like, I'm not going to do it. All right, we are on Point Dexter today. We're on Point Dexter time. Lakenya, we are coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hello. Can you hear me? We hear you perfectly. Where are you from? I'm from Texas. I'm in Dallas, oh, Texas. Love it, love it. So my question is, I know I hear him talk a lot about um, credit score utilization to get a card. So if you have a credit score, say it's 730, and you do have high utilization, and you have like funds to pay it down, how should you approach that? Um, looking to start a business or something of that nature. Does that make sense? Um, can you give me a little more detail? Yeah, so so say I have like a 730 and I have like maybe I have about five cards, but say two of them are at you know higher, say 80% utilization. If I have a stack of funds to pay um something down, how would I approach that? Like what do you recommend? One is that I'm should you just go and pay like 50%? No, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all this and, and be mindful um too. It's depending on what bank you're with. Be mindful um, when you guys let your utilization run high because when you start to pay it back, especially in the times that we're in now, when you pay it back, they, can, they might shrink your limits. So you might go back and pay 50% off and they might come and say, that's, <laughs> that's fine, your new limit, 3,000. Uh, thank you for the money. And now you don't have access to it. Um, so don't let your utilization run high for a long time especially not right now while we're in a pandemic, um, don't let it run hot. So make sure you kind of constantly knock that out. But I would pay it down. Um, if you got the capital to pay it down, I would go ahead and chop it down because if you had a 730 with utilization, your score, your, your report is already amazing. You'll be over a 780. Um, with that being said, what's your limits? What's your um, limits? What kind of limits you got? They range from 10 to 20. So you okay on your limits. Um, I would knock them down and focus on them for about six months before going to apply for credit. Ask for increases. Um, so if you got the capital, knock it down and then ask for increases um, every six months. If you if you haven't asked for an increase, knock that utilization down, right? And so knock that utilization down. And if you haven't asked for an increase in the last six months, I will wait for about uh, 30 days to, to 60 days after paying it down and then call in and ask for an increase, which are utilization under 9%. Great. Okay. Thank you. I've never asked Thank for an increase. Having. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you looking. So, um, yeah, I know uh, Marcus got a wrap. So before we, before we wrap it, I want to just uh, say a couple of different things. So first and foremost, thank you for the game. If you haven't watched, if you haven't watched Earn Your Leads, this episode with Marcus, please, please do that. Please rewatch this. And the most important number for tonight is 500. So his his name is him 500. Mm. And um, his recession-proof course, cheapest place to get it on the marketplace is rpxeyl.com. That's what on the, if you watch the podcast, he did a, a special $500 off. And that includes, um, tell them what that includes, what your, what your recession-proof includes. So with my recession-proof, uh, when you join a recession-proof family, recession-proof is not like a course, it's a family that you join. And what we do is this, is I teach financial literacy, but my goal is to teach and empower leaders of the community that's looking to help other people, 
right? So I teach you how to go out and really clean and structure a credit report, set up your own credit repair business. Um, not only that, I teach you how to set up a trade line business, right? Because once somebody gets their credit repaired and get their credit together, then they need to actually learn how to build it. And it's not all authorized users. I teach you different things and ways to cover and use helping somebody build their credit and pay, get your mortgage paid, right? These are the type of things. So now you don't have to pay a mortgage. Um, that, so I teach you guys that. Um, I also give you an ebook. So some people don't want to pay for credit repair. They just need the information. So everything that I know, I put in ebook form, white labeled it. So that way you guys can actually take it and put your own, um, your own brand on it, right? And now they have a, a do-it-yourself credit repair guide that you can sell. So now you sell them an ebook. I also give you a click funnel to sell the ebook that's already pre-built. All you have to do is get somebody to put your graphics and your logo. But I teach you how to set your whole business up. I teach you how to set up a trade line business. I teach you how to set up a funding business. In the funding business, I show you how to get 150000 how to get, how to go out basically and get 15 credit cards with only five inquiries. Um, I also teach you business credit on how to get credit up to 250000 with your social and without your social. And then I teach you how to do this, the, the funding business, right? If you guys go through my stories on my mentorship, I walked somebody through and I got them 191000 uh, with my credit card sequence. It took us an hour and a half. And that hour and a half, I mean, 19 grand, because whenever you help somebody get funded, you charge a back end fee of 10%. I teach you how to set that money up and ensure that you get paid. Not only that, then I teach you how to travel for free. I teach you luxury cars, how to go out and get luxury cars and only pay pennies on the dollar, right? I had an I-8, paid 1100 had it for six months, right? And these are the type of things, like I teach you how to go out and get, um, how to travel for free, how to liquidate your credit cards, because I know a lot, of, I'm teaching you guys about kind of um, pulling the, the money and switching it, um, but we would have to have a whole lesson on how to pull the money off without assessing a fee or doing a cash advance. So I teach you guys how to pull the money off the credit cards. That way you can, you know, go and invest or hide your utilization. Um, these are all things that's included. Then I have weekly calls where we have somebody come and teach, right? So the thing is we learn how to get money and you set your businesses up, but we want to diversify. Every millionaire has seven streams of income. And so what I did was I had like my good friend, Alex, he came and he gave the info of the seven steps to starting a trucking company. I have my friend Justin Owens come and teach how to actually get in, in, uh, invested and in how to do um, Forex. Wall Street Trapper, he came and taught us how to get invested in the stock market, how to break down a company and know where to invest. So it's every, you know, we constantly teach different topics. The next one is um, the Turo, how to actually start and, and scale a Turo business profitable. These are all the things that get taught in it so that way you can establish more streams of income you know and that's why we become recession proof recession proof that's big you have that's it. big so yeah that's the website rpxeyl.com cheapest price for that but for, for marcus's course and um once again we want to thank you and then like i said the 500 is a special number because eyl university this is what we do every single week we have a class in eyl university and um the good thing about it is that once the classes are done they're archived but there's over a hundred um, past classes, we do weekly classes and like how Marcus walked the young lady through as far as like, that's the difference. People say like, what's the difference between EY University and just a regular podcast where it's like, this is actually interactive. You get to ask Zoom questions, you get to get your hand held and all of that. Um, of course, MG, the mortgage guy put together the real estate blueprint of how to buy a home. And that's over uh, 
hundred videos, over 15 hours of content, A to Z, that's included in EYL University. Um, we have movie club, we have a book club. I have a financial planning call once a, once a month. And um, the newest thing is that we added our group chat, our investment group chat. So we're gonna do Zoom calls with everybody at EYL University and just tell you the plays that we're making, give you insight to our portfolio. And we're just gonna have a discussion. Hopefully we can learn, we might be able to learn from somebody that's you know doing, so we're just gonna have like a, a whole like group conversation of empowerment, investment empowerment. Um, we're gonna let you know what we're doing and hopefully you let us know what you're doing and we're gonna put together some plays and we're gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, we letting that go. Right? That's, that's 75% off for 72 hours, that's $500. For the entire year, Marcus said that's extremely under undervalued. I agree with him. Somebody, somebody just said in the in the comments, um, Ashley Alexander, my eviction I just disputed has been deleted. Come on, y'all. Turn your mm-hmm. oh, the, um, the one the one that you just the one that you just spoke to. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't the one we spoke to. I got Krista. Somebody else. I got Krista right here. She waiting. Krista, unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? What's the update? Hey, so I just refreshed it. I don't see any change yet, but um, I'm pretty sure it's going to come through at some point. If it's not, log, log out of your log out, log back in, and okay. do it again. And do it again, and it'll, it'll go through. Thank you, Krista. Thank you. All right, him. I know you got to. I know you got to go because you got your your um your your call. So um, thank you, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we this this replay we're going to be available on YouTube. And we'll also put it on podcast outlets on Friday. So um, you can go back and, and check it out. Yeah. Last thing, real quick. I see that Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. He put in the chat. Maybe somebody can uh, take advantage of this. It said, all military people that are in here, American Express Platinum has an annual charge of $550 that can be completely waived for military members. So that's something that, you know, you could probably take advantage of. Check it out. Appreciate that, Marcus. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. All right, guys. Stay for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next, <laughs> we'll see you next month for this one. Well, book club, we'll see you Sunday. Oh, yeah, book club. So, EY, uh, MG the mortgage guy. Tomorrow. Ha- tomorrow. What's the, what's the topic? House hacking one-on-one. If you're in the blueprint, you, you, you're part of the mentorship program. That's another thing. Real estate, real, real estate mentorship program is part of the blueprint too, EY University. So house hacking one-on-one tomorrow. Um, make sure you check that out. We got our orientation, orientation Saturday. Saturday. Book club Sunday. And book club is on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, we we always win. And then we'll see y'all on Monday again for Market Monday. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. yo, y'all take care of yourselves. Reach out, call someone, make sure that everybody's doing good. Y'all stay blessed and stay healthy, man. We love y'all. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.